Welcome back, humor consumers, to the Life Happens Laugh Anyway podcast. I'm comedian Tracy DeGraff. I'm Catherine, her bestie. You hesitated. I know, because <laughs> I all of a sudden wanted to say something different, like oh. not comedian. And then it was like it went over like a lead balloon in you, my head. All in that span of time. Wow. Yeah. There's a lot going on over there. <laughs> Well, if you're new to the Life Happens Laugh Anyway podcast, welcome aboard. Doot, doot. Mm-hmm. Here we go. I'll, I just feel like I want to give a little description of what we do here. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So so what we do in a nutshell is we bring you a weekly broadcast, mm-hmm. a.k.a. podcast, and we take a topic, whatever hot topics are that relate to women of our age group and such. Yeah. And then we deliver it. We do the best that we can to deliver it to you in a way that makes sense and mm-hmm. that might be entertaining to you, but also give you a little nugget of knowledge. Right? Well, that's the hope. Yes. Nugget of knowledge. Yes. To apply. Mm-hmm. And then we end each episode with some spiritual encouragement. That's, inspiration. Yeah. That's the nutshell of the Life Happens, Laugh Anyway podcast. Right. And you mentioned the audience being women our age. Mm-hmm. What age are we? I'm 55. Mm-hmm. How old are you, Catherine? Mm, 52. Okay, you want me to tell them what happened? I'm going to tell them. You'll, you'll come along in a minute. <laughs> well, I was going to also add, though, but we I find that a lot of young people listen to our podcast. Yes, they do. Yeah. We love all, we love all ages. Yeah, right. All right, young or old, here's what happened in the pool the other day. What happened? Oh. Catherine and I went to the pool. And I'm looking at her like, what are you going to say? <laughs> we were in our class. We go and do like pool aerobics at the gym, whatever it is. And we're in the class and Catherine gets up to go to leave because she wasn't feeling good. She was had a headache and was not feeling well. So she got up to leave. Mm-hmm. And remember, you said something to me. You said like, oh, you yes. said, I'm going to leave. And I was like, oh, OK. <laughs> so she no, leaves. You said, you don't have to ask me. <laughs> And I was like, I know. I'm just letting you know. <laughs> well, then a woman, a woman that we've been in the pool with forever. Yes. What'd you say? What'd you say, Tracy? <laughs> Catherine, excited. She she realized that Catherine had not come back. And she goes, where'd your daughter go? <laughs> I'm like, Baba. Oh. <laughs> I'm like, you mean my best friend? <laughs> I said, she's in the locker room. She doesn't feel good. She's going to feel good in a minute, though, when I come and tell her what you said. (laughs) I don't know why that just popped into my head, but there it is. Yeah. Lots of fun. Okay, well, maybe this is why it popped in, because our topic for today is etiquette. Mm -hmm. And maybe it's not a good idea for us to assume that someone that you're with is your daughter. Assume that one is pregnant. Oh gosh, yeah, never and do then that. Say when are you? Do never, never. Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't assume stuff like that. Right. And then you won't be stuck there with your size ten in your mouth, or size eight, or mm-hmm. whatever size you are. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, let's move on. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to talk about uh, etiquette today, and we've got three basic takeaways that we're going to make sure that we cover. One is the history of etiquette. We're going to just talk a little bit about that. Yeah, just a little. Yeah, because we don't want to bore you. people. <laughs> Everybody's sleeping. Yeah. Uh, we're going to talk about what the word means. It's a French word. Mm-hmm. You could tell from the way it's spelled with the Q-U-E-T-T-E. Mm-hmm. And then uh, finally, we're going to talk about etiquette post-COVID. 
Yeah. Because here we are now post-COVID and we're never going to be not post-COVID. So now Mm -hmm. COVID changed some stuff and we're going to discuss that. And time always does. Anyway. Yeah. That's the one thing you can count on Mm -hmm. (laughs) is that you can't count on anything. (laughs) Everything changes constantly. All right. And um, this podcast is sponsored by Muffin and Pooh. And who's that, Catherine? They are Ron and Kenny, our husbands. Mm -hmm. Ron belonging to Tracy and Mm -hmm. Kenny belonging to me. Yeah. And Ron is the muffin. Mm -hmm. And Kenny is the poo. Mm -hmm. (laughs) All right. Enough about that. (laughs) People are like, oh, gag. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Muffin and I just celebrated 32 years of marriage. That's awesome. Can't believe that. Fast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And no breaks. <laughs> it was no just breaks. all straight through. <laughs> Five kids will keep you together. Yeah. All right. Um, anything else we were supposed to cover before we get going here with the history? I don't think so. Do we say what episode number? Oh, or do we well, ever? Sometimes we do, but we mm-hmm. often forget. Mm-hmm. We're episode number 33. Yeah. If you're brand new, mm-hmm. you've got 32 other episodes that you can binge on. Yeah. And we- this one kind of, sort of. Uh, ties in with the one we just did on pet peeves. <laughs> it was fun. Yeah. I mean, it can. It's a good follow-up. It is a good follow-up. Because most pet peeves have to do with others, or even ourselves, manners and things like that. Yeah. All right. Well, let's talk about the history of etiquette, Kat. Okay. What you got over there? Well, basically, that it started, from what we understand, in the 1600s. Long time ago. Yes. I by... was not alive then. Just saying. <laughs> right. Uh, by one of the Louis, the kings. Mm-hmm. I don't know which one. Got a lot of Roman numeral numbers <laughs> behind his name. And I looked at him like, yeah, too much thinking. Okay. But anyway, and people were treading on his garden. And so he put up a sign, like something about don't tread on my garden, which was etiquette. That's how etiquette came to be. And today, basically, it's kind of like the same thing. Stay off my grass. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and that's it. But really, it's kind of a, um, what, did, what, what did we say that it was? Just a bas- basically, it's like a set of guideline for living in a polite society. Yeah. Some guidelines. Well, and we talked about it being mindful. Yeah. It's, it's um, etiquette in a nutshell. It's us being mindful and conscious of other people's um how our behavior affects them here's here's mm-hmm. here's a really good example mm-hmm. <laughs> we were in the pool this morning well, what happened <laughs> <laughs> well the pool was pretty oh, full yeah and because we're back Very full. yeah we're back now because during covid of course the gym was shut down completely and then when they came back they only allowed you know what could fit mm-hmm. um, appropriately whatever well now it's packed and there was this poor woman who kept on moving back and inching back. I don't think she really realized. I, I think the current was taking her in the yeah. pool. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Kat had to move completely over. A few times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. Um, but that's an example of not being mindful of how your behavior is affecting other people. I don't think that she was being intentionally trying to annoy anybody no no. but i think she just was oblivious (laughs) yeah (laughs) right she's just not aware yeah so etiquette it doesn't it's different than protocol that's one thing i learned in our research that that i did for Mm -hmm. today's episode is that protocol is more black and white 
prim you, and proper. Yeah, you do this, you don't do that. Mm-hmm. It's very, but etiquette is more mindful and it's also situational. It depends on the relationship between you and the other mm-hmm. person. It depends on the setting. Is it a formal setting or is it a casual mm-hmm. setting? So it's, it's kind of like what's acceptable to mm-hmm. a certain circumstance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. All right. What else you got about history? That's it. That's it. All mm-hmm. right. Simple. Okay. So we talked a little bit about the history. Yeah. Go ahead. I wonder how the French say etiquette. Is it etiquette? <laughs> etiquette? <laughs> they say everything like that with the little end of it going flippy-flop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> etiquette? I know. Etiquette. See, now they don't say the Q is a K, right? Etiquette? I think it would be something like etiquette. Probably. I don't think it matters, though. What's fun to Do say? we have anyone listening in France? Is that France? Uh, no. No, no, France. no, no, no. That would be more like France. Oh, It's over here? Yeah. Can't reach it. We have a map in the pod lab, our little studio but here. But it's, it's not a real map. It's it's a designer, yeah, it's like you a, know. It's like a piece of art, yeah. sort of. Mm-hmm. Anyway, all right. So the French came up with the word etiquette, and it was some... Some Louis, 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 King Louis, Louis somebody, mm-hmm. and here we are today. So let's let's get to our our third point right away. Um, Post COVID etiquette. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh okay. Well, why that. did you want to talk about something else? No, I've. <laughs> why? We did consult each other before we did doing this. But why did you go? Oh yeah. Well, <laughs> I thought we were first doing the the strangest etiquette. Oh well, things. let's do that first, and then we we'll do... we'll get to post COVID. Right. Hang in there, folks. Yeah, bear with us. <laughs> okay. Well, I just thought it would be fun to uh, kind of put out there a few of the... My microphone is falling. Yeah, there you go. So Lift I'm lifting it up. That's better. There we go. See? Okay. So we thought it would be fun to list some of the strangest etiquette, so-called rules or guidelines that they had. And I, I just named a few here okay. or listed a few. So in 1880... A proper lady should only accept one glass of champagne. Oh. Boo. <laughs> <laughs> On top of it, the glasses were so small. They're not like how they are now. Yeah. They're bigger. Right. Especially in America, yeah. I think. Yeah. Well, we have more problems. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, a lady's hair was always up, mm. even in the privacy of her you know, bedroom. Really? On her bed, yeah. Oh, actually, no, I'm sorry. That's when she was able to let it down. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. In 1890, women should only give handmade or inexpensive, even when they're reciprocating a gift, uh, between a couple who are courting. So between a man and a woman. She could only, even if she's reciprocating a gift that she received from the man, she can only give handmade or inexpensive gifts really well i'm all for that (laughs) (laughs) all right handmade well they didn't have cricket then trace oh i love the cricket i know so that's yeah okay uh oh in 1892 1890 as well i mean one could never ask a direct question question that would be improper so instead of saying how are you doing one would have to say something like you're doing well or i hope you're doing well rather well that's interesting mm-hmm. i wonder why how they came about that like what's the i guess difference? one could be like so accosted maybe by boldness how dare you ask me how i'm doing because i am actually suffering <laughs> <laughs> I'm hot and sweaty 
none of your business. <laughs> well, and that it when you said all that, it just reminds me of well now people say how are you, mm-hmm. and and we say fine, and it's really they really don't want to know how are you, and you're probably really not fine. Exactly. It's right. just a matter of saying I see that you're a human and you're vertical, so that's good. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine saying what's up? <laughs> Let's just boil it down to a so, nod. No, just a mm, yeah, yeah. The nod. Uh-huh. Okay. I, I know I that our listeners be... can't see what I'm doing with my head. But well, they can guess. Imagine. I guess around 1910, uh, that one couldn't a mom a mother could not be too playful with the newborn. Uh, and better yet, wait four to six months because you would be spoiling that child. And this so, is part of etiquette. Okay. This is what, okay. yeah, I got this from Good Housekeeping. Of course. They always have good stuff. Yeah. And then they got their information from things that were circulating during that time period. You know, think about think about what's going on in the world at mm-hmm. that time, right? So 1910, mm-hmm. that's like right, I think the Titanic was oh, like was 1915 or 16. No. Mm-mm. 1912. Was it? Mm-hmm. Well, that's in there. It's in the time frame. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I said it was about. So, okay. so what I'm getting at. <laughs> Wait, hang with me. Hang with me. I mean, I'm not a historian, but I, so I, <laughs> jeez. I don't know if I can even get this out. Uh, in that time period, uh-huh. class what class you were mm-hmm. was way like obvious mm-hmm. you know you were either upper class and you were you know like you were either old money or new money mm-hmm. like that unsinkable molly brown who mm-hmm. you know, was in the boat and she yeah. was like new money and she was like right. all common sense yes like get yourself in the boat right <laughs> But the old money, mm-hmm. those people were all prim and proper and all full mm-hmm. of their, you know. We must have our own lifeboat. <laughs> and someone must fan me. Right. And so look at how things now are so different. You don't really, like you can't always just look at people and just mm-hmm. uh, place them into, well, that's that's that First class, class second right. class. Right. I think people have a way of trying to figure that out anyway when they judge and assess yeah but i think then you know you were pretty much labeled your clothes told all people didn't have credit cards right so you wore what you what you could could afford afford. and there were also societies that were you know this is your lot in life you're Mm -hmm. you're cast in this group Mm -hmm. you're not to leave it Mm -hmm. and you're not to marry outside of it you're not going to progress outside of it you're not going to become new money Mm because you are in this yeah. So just the thought of etiquette under those terms and people kind of in their little categories. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Just strikes me. Yeah. Well, that's probably why every decade or more things change. People are like, yeah. I'm not putting up with that. Yeah. Uh Oh, this one. I, again, I only put the really strange ones, mm-hmm. in my opinion, anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, in around 1910, one, a woman in particular, was to refrain from impure thoughts, especially if pregnant, or else your baby will be ugly. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> once the baby's out, the baby would be colic 
if you had impure thoughts. Well, then there's a lot of impure thinking going on out there because <laughs> there are a lot of lizard-like looking ugly babies that cry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and saying. define impure thoughts, too. I mean, that's pretty general, you know. Wow, but. that is interesting. Mm-hmm. Man, I'm so glad that I wasn't around in those days. So, well, yeah. they didn't have air conditioning, so I would not have been a happy camper. No, no. you would. Mm-mm. Right. Thank you, Jesus. Mm-hmm. Okay, go on. Okay. Ah, and I don't know if a lady could be seen sweating. I mean, that would just be... Oh. Could you just see me all buttoned up in one of those <laughs> gowns? <laughs> you know, like buttons all the way up to the top. My head would blow off. Y- you would be crying. I, I would know be. it. You would be. Remember about Humpty Dumpty when I was inside? Yes. My mom made me a Humpty Dumpty costume mm-hmm. and I was in there crying. Mm-hmm. That's how I would be. Mm-hmm. Anyway, go yes. on. All hidden and... <laughs> <laughs> Okay, in the 1940s, mm-hmm. proper hair care and excessive brushing was a thing. 100 strokes. What? Brush to your scalp tingles. Now, I can remember my friend Debbie telling me that her mom, her mom had always, as she was growing up, they had to brush their hair. Poor and Debbie. I remember her saying 100 times, well, I don't think Debbie had to do it, but her mom Debbie's hair was very, very curly. Yeah, that's tight, be hard pinky, to, curly. So I don't be know hard how. To brush. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I remember thinking, oh, awesome, because I wanted my hair to be shiny, and I quickly grew out of, you know, yeah, trying to keep up strokes. with hundred strokes a night. <laughs> uh, oh, in the 1940s, a woman shouldn't hold her liquor. So, so meaning not that you can't hold it in your hand. But that you can't be seen being able to tolerate it. Oh. <laughs> so I thought, hmm, what's better? Should you hide <laughs> the fact that you can tolerate liquor and just drink in the closet? <laughs> well, I th- or, is this at the same time when they're only giving them one sip of champagne? No, 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 no. no. That was back in the 18-something, 1800s. Oh, so we're, we're at 1940s years now. after that. <laughs> Great. So now we've gone she from... She shouldn't be able to hold her liquor. We've gone from one little sip of champagne to mm. just don't let them know you're holding your liquor. Don't let them know that you're a drinker. <laughs> Some way, somehow, the women figured out how to get more than one. <laughs> don't oh, show dear. them your chest hair. <laughs> okay. Oh, this one's kind of dumb. I don't know why I put this. In the 1940s, salt and pepper should be passed together. So I've always heard that. Don't oh. divorce the salt and pepper. Is that the first time you've heard that? Yes. <laughs> it is, actually. I learned it maybe in Girl Scouts, or it might have been in high school in home ec class. Mm. Mrs. Rodrig. We had a, I loved her, my home ec teacher. Mm. You never divorce the salt and pepper. Oh. They need to stay married as they gather, go around the table. Wow. Yeah. Mm, that's a silly rule. Well, I think it's a good rule because then they go together to the next person. So then if they want both, <laughs> that's why they do it. Okay. okay. But then the other person or people have to wait longer for the one thing that they wanted. Yeah, but if they... Here we go. <laughs> I know. Here I we just... go about salt and pepper. <laughs> but if you have mashed potatoes, right? And you've got your butter on there and they're, mm-hmm. you're getting ready to eat it. Mm-hmm. Well, if you're a salt and pepper person, like you want both salt and pepper, mm-hmm. you're going to wait anyway. So that's why you want them to arrive at the same time hmm. to your potatoes. Okay. Anyway. Let's I move was just on. thinking bad etiquette would be to get aggravated and shake the salt and pepper in your partner next door to you's head. Hair. 
that that would not be good <laughs> no i would not advise it i don't mean next door i mean like seated next to you yeah okay whatever that was Ugh. I thought this was interesting that in the 1960s, so as late as the 1960s, Mm. the Sears Discovery Charm School was busy turning young girls into refined ladies, and and, and again, in the 60s and 70s, teaching them subjects like exercise and diet, voice, speech, modeling, skincare, grooming, makeup, fashion, and manners. And the 70s was like the liberation of Mm -hmm. of women, so Mm kind of took me as by surprise really you know what went through my head as you're reading that list all the youtube tutorials on (laughs) makeup and how to do this and how to do that Mm. well women still care about all of that but it's not the be all end all of survival no it's not the most important although i mean there's definitely an emphasis today on you know in your best I think that's probably been forever right from the beginning mm-hmm. and it'll probably go to the end but you know the eyelashes with the yes and the even have you seen cars with the little headlights with the big long eyelashes no I have not oh yeah especially like little Volkswagens really yeah they're kind of cute. So cute yeah all right and lastly in the 1960s it was always proper etiquette to have a cigarette on hand a well, lady that was before the lawsuits. Well, yeah, I guess. I don't know when the lawsuits happened. but And if a woman was to light a cigarette, then the man, even if he didn't smoke, should always have a lighter to light it for her. I agree with that. Be prepared <laughs> to serve me, your queen. <laughs> yeah. So there were a lot more, but I thought these were more of the quirky ones. Yeah. Very entertaining. Thank mm. you for sharing. Mm. People are weird. <laughs> We are. We're just we're just different. And to think those put in place to not be weird. Right. To be proper. Mm-hmm. To be considered, you know. That's the irony of it, I guess. Yeah, it really is. All right. Well, let's. Are we done now? With yeah. All that? <laughs> yes. Okay. Let's talk about etiquette now oh. that we are. Here we are in 2021. Mm-hmm. So we've all been through this really difficult season. Mm-hmm. I would call it a, definitely a difficult season for everyone. Mm-hmm. Challenge. Some, some people it's been devastating for mm-hmm. because they've lost loved ones, mm-hmm. um, you know. Yeah. And other people it's not been as devastating, but it's still been difficult for everybody. Mm-hmm. And in terms of etiquette, Okay. So pre-COVID, we did not have like this six-foot markers. Social everywhere. Distance. They're everywhere. Mm-hmm. Right. We didn't have that. We didn't, obviously, we didn't have the masks. Mm-hmm. So we didn't have that. And then we also didn't think about being elbow to elbow, shoulder to shoulder, squished in an elevator, squished in a um, concert where mm-hmm. everybody is jam-packed in. You know, I see I see videos now of things that were you know, pre-COVID, and it's like, wow, I can't believe that we were rolling like that. Yeah. I I mean, I've always been conscientious of one coughing behind me or sneezing and, you know, um, things like that, or even... Well, what I'm saying is that's you as an individual. Mm -hmm. Etiquette is more of like a cultural um, thing. Mm -hmm. So I'm saying our culture... Yeah. Our culture pre-COVID was quite different than it is now. Hmm. And, of course, when we were in the middle of the pandemic and we were quarantining or, 
doing whatever we all I mean it just felt like it was from one day to the next week to the next month to the next was you know do this protocol do that protocol do the you know what I mean mm-hmm. so so many changes so now here we are I mean I, I guess I'm calling it post-COVID but <laughs> the second it's... second thing whatever the delta thing is yeah could make a comeback but let's just say that it doesn't lord please mm-hmm. don't don't let anything else you know get in the way but how do we move forward from here because everybody's got their own thoughts and mm-hmm. perspective and beliefs and all of that. Mm-hmm. And how do we be conscientious of what the other person uh, believes should be um, the protocol? Right. Yeah. It's a challenge. Mm-hmm. It's a huge challenge. Well, I found um, a etiquette expert who was actually addressing this very issue. And this was on the, she was interviewed by Paula Rizzo who is like an organizational person, like she helps you get your stuff together, mm. and she talks about etiquette and stuff too. Well, she interviewed Jacqueline Whitmore, and she's specifically etiquette expert. She said it's about mindfulness, which we already talked about. That's mm-hmm. where I got that word was from her, but being mindful. And it's being mindful about how your behavior affects others, mm-hmm. like we said, and being mindful of other people's feelings. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So even though our mindset might be one way, mm-hmm. the idea of etiquette is to be mindful that someone else, their mindset might be a different way. And so she says it's way more than just forks and knives and trying to figure out which one goes on the left and which one goes on the right. Mm-hmm. And when do you use one for the other? She's the one who said that it's not black and white. Okay. It's situational. So it's not prim and proper. It's not just manners, or maybe it is more well, manners. Well, okay, it is manners, mm-hmm. and it kind of is. It's kind of like all of it rolled into one. So it is prim and proper. It is manners, but it's very situational. So, like, when we were in the middle of the quarantine, mm-hmm. we had mandates that were more, that, that was more black and white. You know, and and across the world, there were various levels of um, punishment for not following those Mm -hmm. mandates. Okay. Mm -hmm. And here in America, we're not used to Mm -hmm. (laughs) mandates. Not so much. Um, That being said, like like during the during the quarantine, we were um, schools were shut down. Right. Schools were closed and kids could not go to school and they were going to school from home. Well, now they're getting ready, gearing up for the the new school year, the 2021-2022 school year. Now they're getting ready to go back to school. So there's all of this talk. And I just went last night Mm -hmm. to the school board meeting. And our little town here, um, there was quite a bit of discussion about whether or not the students should be masked or should not be masked. Or should it be optional? Where you could wear a mask if you want to, but you don't have to. It's not mandated, but you can if you want to. And that turned out to be the way that they decided to go ultimately was to make it optional because the state of Illinois at this point is not mandating that all. And it's, they're saying it's up to you, mm-hmm. local schools. So what do you think, Catherine, going forward from where we've been thinking about the pandemic and what we've all been through? Mm-hmm. How do we handle etiquette when it comes to relating to each other? I think really the, the key is just to think ahead. And just think that things have changed. Uh, the, the person next to you 
may have a, a completely different view as to what is acceptable in terms of when you greet one another or mm-hmm. even just standing next to one another, handshakes versus the elbow bump, um, mm-hmm. hug versus virtual hug, whatever it might be. Yeah. So I think the, that it's just a good thing to be thinking ahead of time and then maybe make like a lighthearted gesture like, I'm a hugger, but I understand if you don't, you know, yeah. you know, that kind of that kind of thing. Yeah. So I think just be conscientious that, um, you know, that there is an etiquette or was an etiquette of shaking hands. Um, women, too. Not just not just right, a right. thing for men. And that <laughs> Tracy's I, I got something around. in my eye. Okay? Sorry. Yes, I'm OK. But it's okay. just now. And now that I started picking it, it's going to be like I'm going to rub it. Go, oh, ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. OK. All right. Yeah. Anyway, um, so I think that's the key. Just just be conscientious and think ahead and um, think about the other person's um, feelings yeah. or their fears or whatever that case you know, might be. That's a, okay, the word that you just said, fear, that's one thing that I think that we should all be mindful of is if someone else has a fear, regardless of what it is and regardless of where that fear comes from, to them something that matters to them Mm -hmm. and it's helpful if we come alongside and just be mindful of it Mm -hmm. we we don't have to like if somebody else is wearing a mask and we're not Mm -hmm. or vice versa however you want to put it it's helpful to bring a little bit more unity (laughs) these united states of america Mm -hmm. if we would just be mindful of for whatever reason they're that way Mm -hmm. i'm this way Mm -hmm. And to acknowledge it in terms of not like trying to invade their space or whatever. And if you're on the side of being fearful of still possibly getting this virus, because it is not a virus to mess around with. It Mm -hmm. just isn't. I realize that there's all kinds of medical um, stats out there and people take the stats and they run them through the mill a million different ways Mm -hmm. to spit out whatever kind of information that they want to find. But all in all, it's not a virus to be messed with. It's Mm -hmm. really... It's really not. Um, So if you happen to be one who is a little more fearful about being all jammed up into a crowd right now, um, and let's say that somebody goes up to you and puts their hand out like like they want to shake your hand. Mm -hmm. This lady, Jacqueline Whitmore, she gave an example of that. She said what you could do in response, if you're really not comfortable shaking hands just yet, you could take your hand that you would normally shake, you know, your right hand, put it over your heart, Take your left hand, put that over your right hand. So now you're like like holding your heart mm-hmm. and then verbally communicate to that person what we would have been communicating pre-COVID, mm-hmm. which would be, I'm so happy to see you. I'm just not I'm just not ready to have um, shaking hands just yet. Mm-hmm. Something like that and put you at ease. You don't have to compromise your convictions and maybe your convictions will change, you mm-hmm. know, with time mm-hmm. and maybe they won't. But we don't have to let that get in the way of us communicating to each other with love. Mm-hmm. That's kind of the bottom line. Yeah. And she also talked about other cultures who do, they bow. Mm-hmm. I, I always thought that would be cool if that had been implemented instead <laughs> of the handshake. Because I've never really been a fan of handshakes. Hmm. I used to, as you know, Catherine, I used to own a business. And so I used to go to a bunch of networking things. And it's all this handshaking, handshaking, handshaking. I'm like, I don't know where your hands have been. I know you didn't wash your hands <laughs> in the bathroom. You know, and then the men shake your hand and they have to grip it 
like super tight to show they're a man, whatever. Blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Never been a huge fan. But mm. the bowing, hmm, I acknowledge I you. like when we go in the South and some curtsy. Oh, yeah, that's I cute. I think that's, yeah, that's a nice little thing. Mm-hmm. I love the South. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's that's one issue is handshaking or hugging or, I mean, th- she also went over, like, if somebody gives you a kiss, well, that's, I don't, I don't have too much of an issue with that in terms of, like, I don't have people kissing me. Mm-hmm. Do you? No, well, some family. Well, but that's different. Well, yeah, but some family, even within families now, yeah, that's, that's changing. That's so, I, eh, I don't know. It's not as much it's, of a cultural thing, I don't think it is in some other places but I, I haven't been very many places so I'm <laughs> sheltered um, another issue that she talked about which I think could be a hot topic that I was interested in and perhaps our listeners might be interested in is the vaccination question and issue mm. because the question that the interviewer asked this expert Jacqueline Whitmore um, she said what about asking someone if they've been vaccinated if you're in their presence or if you're if you're having a party at your home, what's the etiquette on trying to get that information so that you know, you know, whether or not people are vaccinated? This woman said it's not OK to ask people if they're vaccinated. I, I was hoping that she was going to say that because it, it I don't think it's OK to ask people. You know, I, it's not I don't think it's their business. That's what she said. And I think that even now after um, HIPAA, because before HIPAA wasn't a thing. Now HIPAA, what does that stand for? Health Information Protection Act, I think. I don't know. Whatever it is, it's keeping all of your um, medical information private. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that we're trained now as a culture not to share, you know, mm-hmm. medical information. I always claim HIPAA when I go to the doctor and they say get on the scale mm-hmm. and I go HIPAA. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, <laughs> not sharing that information with you. I could tell you, but I'd have to kill you. Mm-hmm. Anyway, she said it's not okay to ask, but if you're, if you are wanting to, uh, you know, like let someone else know that you've been vaccinated because you want to put them at ease, mm-hmm. um, she said that's okay. Well, yeah, because you're volunteering your own information. Yeah. And she did say that in some settings, if you volunteer information, someone else might say, well, yeah, me too. And so, so you could go at it that way, mm-hmm. but don't just come out and straightforward ask yeah. them, have you been vaccinated? Can I see your vaccination card, please? Yeah. <laughs> kind of goes back to uh, the direct question yeah, back it does. in <laughs> the original etiquette thing. Don't it ask does. someone how they're doing. It does. It's, yeah. It's, it's such a struggle because now, now here we are. Let's see, what month is this? July? So we're mm-hmm. in July of 2021. And there are a lot of places that had gone to remote work. Mm-hmm. But now people are going to be going back to school and back to work. Mm-hmm. Now you're going to be in with other people. What you going to do? Well, you got to put on your real pants. Right? Your yoga <laughs> yeah. pants. Yeah, not your pajamas. <laughs> mm-hmm. Got to brush your teeth. Yes. You don't want to offend anyone. Right. <laughs> and we got to get back to, to work. Mm-hmm. Back to learning. Right? Back to normal life. Back to polite society. Wouldn't that be nice? Mm-hmm. Wouldn't that be nice? Yeah, socially acceptable stuff. Yeah. Well, is there anything else that you wanted to discuss? Because I'm going to look up the verse. Actually, I have it here on my screen. Okay. Um, and did anything that we left out about etiquette? 
No, there's a lot to say about etiquette, you know, in terms of um, we focused a lot on what it is today, post COVID, Mm -hmm. post dish, I guess you could say. (laughs) Right. Please let it be post. Yeah. Uh, But there's we acknowledge there's all kinds of etiquette for different things. You know, how soon after a wedding do you have to send the thank you cards, things like that. But um, in this case, we're just focusing on what we're doing now yeah right yeah because when you just said that about um how soon do you send a thank you card it just to me it seems so trivial Mm. now Mm -hmm. because we've been through this pandemic which has been so serious Mm -hmm. and so little little politeness those ways seems oh i forgot we we have little things like that too yeah though the little things can mean a big thing though to the recipient recipient yeah so think that we should still mindful of them yeah for sure yeah because those little things can be can it can mean a lot yeah yeah all right well as always with the life happens life anyway podcast we like to leave on a positive note Mm -hmm. and we like to give you a little spiritual encouragement and today the verse that we thought was appropriate is colossians 4 chapter 4 verses 5 to 6 and it says be wise in the way you act toward outsiders Mm -hmm. make the most of every opportunity let your conversation be always full of grace Mm -hmm. what if we what what if we had grace Mm -hmm. (laughs) in every conversation what a wonderful world it would be (laughs) isn't there a song like that yeah Mm -hmm. okay always be full of grace seasoned with salt so that you may know how to answer everyone. Mm. And it, as Catherine and I were discussing this prior to um, jumping on to record, we were talking about Jesus. If there was ever anyone mm-hmm. who gave us a more, per- he, he was the perfect model of how to treat other people and how did Jesus treat other people, mm-hmm. right? He humbled himself lowered himself he was god almighty mm-hmm. you know in philippians it says that he didn't even grasp you know he didn't he even didn't. grasp it mm-hmm. <laughs> even though he was, that he was god. god yes yeah he didn't think of it as a thing to even be thought about mm-hmm. he humbled himself to the point of death on a cross for you and for me while we were still sinners mm-hmm. christ died for us that's amazing yeah so let's treat each other with love, Jesus. Did. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. What else? You, it looks like you got call to say. action. The call to action that we thought about was for all of us to think about this verse, to think about how in my life can I live out this verse, this Colossians um, chapter four, verses five to six. How can I be wise in the way that I act toward outsiders? So if you're if you're going back to the workplace and now you're going to be on public transportation and you're going to be out and about, how can you be wise in the way that you act toward them and make the most of every encounter, mm-hmm. of every opportunity? I think a good way to sum it all up is just put others first. Yeah. It's basically what that's saying in a nutshell. It is. And that's what Jesus did for us. So. Mm-hmm. All right, friends. Well, you've been listening to the Life Happens. Oh, wait, I forgot. I forgot to say our next episode. Oh, yeah. It's Diaries. 
diaries. That's right. Oh, my goodness. We're going to read Catherine's diary. And, and yours. Well, I can't find mine, but I have my oh. mom's. Oh, right. And okay. she wrote about me being a crybaby. <laughs> so we'll have some fun with that. If I find mine in the meantime, but we've moved a couple times, I think it's in the attic. Oh, it's hot up there. Uh-huh. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, we're going to talk about diaries. And um, like I said, you've been listening to the Life Happens Laugh Anyway podcast, and I'm still comedian Tracy DeGraff. I'm still Catherine. See you next time. Goodbye. Bye.